I'm Arya Schwartz, along with my co-host, Rachel Galligan, and welcome to the Windsider Show, where it's all about the W. This episode, we are honored to be in the presence of the point God herself. talking LA Sparks with the one, the only Chelsea Gray. Chelsea, welcome to the show and thank you for making time for this. Of course. Thank you for having me. So Chelsea, you have a lot of nicknames. They call you ISO Gray and a more recent nickname is the Point God. I don't know if I'm pronouncing it properly, but you were given that nickname by one of the WNBA GOATs. Can you talk to me real quickly about your relationship with Candice and kind of how that's helped you grow your game? Yeah. So she created that, you know, terminology point god um when it was my birthday so ever since then she has been calling me that and then people saw it on instagram and they just you know ran away with it and now i'm called that all the time um i haven't heard i so great before that's interesting so um that's- oh, I, I thought that was one of the nicknames my bad <laughs> no but that i mean it's all love so it's all good um, but yeah, Candace is awesome. You know, coming to the Sparks, you know, you hear so much about how great she is, how great of an athlete she is. And, you know, her her like IQ is just bar none. So I was excited coming to L.A. to play with her. And uh, we just built this, you know, chemistry and camaraderie on the court and off the court. She's become one of my best friends. Um, I think she's amazing. I think her her game, you know, and her accolades and everything like that um, speaks for itself. But um, the behind the scenes is what people don't really see and how she, you know, kind of sees the game. She's a four. She's like a four position, you know, if you have to put her at a position. But, you know, she sees the whole floor like a point guard. And I think that's, you know, how we communicate best is when we both see things on the floor. I, I keep bringing this up on the podcast, but I'll, I'll never forget uh, in the post-game presser after the loss in D.C. in the playoffs last year, NECA and Candace both like spent the whole press conference talking about how good you are and how you haven't even like hit the tip of the iceberg yet, and the whole world's just going to be like mind-blown. What does it do to you to have that confidence from your, co- your co-teammates or yeah. You know, it's a, it's it's an amazing thing to be able to, you know, look around the locker room and look around at your teammates and they have so much confidence in you. You know, confidence goes a huge, huge way. Some of those shots that go in, you know, the confidence behind your teammates is what pushes the, gives us that, that little oomph that it needs to go in the hole. But, um, you know, it's amazing to be able to play with NECA and Candice. Um, I learn a lot from them on and off the court. So, um it's a it's great to hear when they speak so highly of me. Um, I think so highly of them, and you know, they make my job a lot easier. Talk to me about this team's growth. You had a little bit of a rough start to the season, but currently you guys are on a five-game win streak, a game and a half out of first place, and we all know about the importance of the top two seeds in this playoff formatting. But talk to me just right. about how this team has grown throughout the season. Yeah, um, we hit some adversity with uh, injuries and things like that. You know, it was part of of the game. Um, So when we hit those injuries, we kind of actually got closer together and just try to find ways in which we can just get wins, you know, without having our whole roster. And I think we we weren't the type of team that was going to make excuses, you know, 
we have our team. We're here. We're ready. And um, we're getting these wins. We're, we're good. We're good as anybody in this league. Um, and then coach really stressed, like, you know, who's we can't worry about who's here, who's not here, but we're going to get it done. And um, just adding back people like Candace, like Elena, um, being able to come back and, you know, get our full roster together. And we're still missing, we're still missing Raquan. So, you know, we haven't had the full roster that we've had um, since like training camp. So it's, It'll be amazing. It'll be amazing um, when that actually does come. And actually, Masha was hurt as well, and then she had overseas like national team commitment. So um, this run here, I think, is we're peaking at the perfect time um, towards the latter half of the season and going into playoffs. I think it's the perfect time. You don't want to peak so early that you know then you have a bit of a downfall. So I think we're <laughs> I think we're right at that point where we're all we're almost there, and we watch film, and, and that's what coaches the coach's stress and everything like that. Like we're, we're like a game away or a possession away of being, of being where we want to be. I mean, there's no doubt about the fact that you guys are hands down, probably the scariest team in the league right now, not just from a talent perspective, but what you're doing peaking as you are talking about that. But I want to take it back just for a second um, and talk about you specifically. Um, you know, the last, last three years, you've become truly a household name. Um, in the WNBA, um, you've become that person that when, you know, you, you're on Twitter or you're talking to WNBA fans all over the country, who, who do you want the ball in their hands at the end of the game? And your name is always in that discussion, you know, with the Maya Moore, Diana Tabrazi. I want to talk about kind of your, your game winning mindset. Like, what is it with you that has that ice in your veins? Where did you get that from? Where did that, um, when it went, at what point in your life was that developed? Um, I can't really point pinpoint a time in which it developed. I know as a kid, every kid goes through this where you're in the driveway and you're going five, four, three, two, one, and you, just, and you kind of put up a shot, you know. Um, but I don't know. Just as the point guard perspective, like you want the best shot possible in those moments, so you don't give the team another chance to come down, hit a shot, or just or or anything like that. You want to get the ball up on the glass. And um, that's just what I've been taught, what the, I have learned through film, what I've learned through just playing. You want the best shot possible at that point. And um, usually it's in um, a good decision maker's hands. But, I mean, I have confidence in all my teammates. But um, usually it ends up in my hands, you know. <laughs> um, but other players have hit big shots. I know 2016 I penetrated and Elena Beard hit a, a big shot in the corner. You know, mm-hmm. I put up a shot and that could finish to win the title in 2016. So, you know, it just all depends. You want the best shot possible, though. Well, when you're talking about making decisions uh, with the ball in your hands, um, when are you at your best, in your opinion? Is it within an ISO situation? Is it coming off of a ball screen? Uh, kind of with my coach's hat on a little bit. Um, just wanted to get, get it from your perspective, um, the ISO situations that you're put in. Do you prefer that type of situation, or, or would you prefer coming off like a really high ball screen? Nah, yeah, I would probably prefer a ball screen. I mean, or I, I really love playing in transition. The, you know, the possibilities, the matchups are endless. So playing in tr- transition is a really – fine part of the game but it's harder to guard right you have to sometimes it's mm-hmm. three on two it's four on two four on three it's it's a different mix and match people are matching up or they're cross matching things like that so I really enjoy playing in transition a lot um so that's one big thing for me I, I love the ball screen, especially with the port the post players that we have on our roster mm-hmm. our roster I mean what do you you know sometimes we have 
Candace space and then niggas coming to pick and roll, you know, you kind of have to pick your poison there. So um, I either one is fine. I mean, if I have to go to the ISO game, then, you know, I have to. But I think for sure it has to be the ball moving and getting into our spots and things like that. You do so much more than big shots. You have some of the most creative and mind-blowing assists or passes. Like, you have to replay them and make sure it's not like a 2K glitch when you're watching you play. (laughs) I've heard rumblings that maybe Tisha and Magic might have something to do with that. Could you speak about your inspirations and whatnot? Yeah, for sure. You know, I was a little young to be able to go to, you know, a lot of Magic Johnson's games. But I did watch, you know, YouTube is a great resource for anybody who wanted to watch Magic Johnson. So I would watch a lot of his plays. And then when I was growing up, I grew up in Northern California. And back then it was the Sacramento Monarchs with Tisha, Yolanda Griffin. It was when Brunson was on the team, Kara Lawson, all of them. So I went to their games a lot, and I loved the way Tisha Pinatrell just commanded the arena. You know, she made plays and was in it and did it as an efficient and high level. So that was the the basis of of um, who I kind of watched a little bit of. You know, I was a big fan of Allen Iverson um, and stuff, but as far as passing and things like that, I definitely look to Magic Johnson and Tisha a lot. It's funny. I, uh, I've looked up, uh, monarchs. Well, all right. I have two little a niece and a nephew and I always want to get them like the young kids started early on some W merch. And the only thing you can find on Amazon is monarchs kid jerseys, which I find odd. Wow. <laughs> I mean, Whatever WNBA merchandise we can find is a blessing at this point, especially the old school stuff. But um, Chelsea, I have a question. You recently got a new player development coach um, and you've been putting in a lot of time um, from, from that perspective. What, what exactly are you working on? What, what is, what is one area of your game that you really have honed in on um, wanting to elevate to the next level? Yeah, our player development coach, Dash, he, he's great. You know, he, he watches us while we play and says little tidbits, you know, um, on the bench that could really help us during the game. But um, one thing that he's really working on is, like, creating space and being able to get your shot off quickly and, you know, different ways in which to do that. And um, I think that's that's excellent. You know, everybody can do a one-two pull-up, but how fast and efficient can you do it? Or when there's traffic and reading a situation and taking threes off the dribble and stuff like that. So just incorporating everything that he sees um, throughout the game, throughout practice and and things like that. But he's also very careful and keeps it tight and efficient. So we're not, you know, extending it so much that it it gets you more tight and with the compact season and things like that. So um, he's great. His workouts are excellent. Ball handling is, is, is bar none. So, um, it's been great having him. So I, I ask every player that we have on the show this, and I know it might be an easy answer for you just based off of what everyone knows you for, but I want to pick your brain. What do you want your legacy to be when you, you hang up your cleats uh, for the W? Um, definitely one that um, makes everybody better. Um, one that's won championships, not just one. Um, and a person that you know is, is, is exciting to play. And young kids want to be when they grow up. And um, I think part of that is my ability to be able to pass the ball in different ways and excite the fans. And, you know, that's the best feeling and it's rewarding. Uh, And I think for sure I have uh, a niche with that and just the kind of how I see the game and the sort of, I don't know, for lack of a better word, visions that I have um, to have them come alive with, uh, with playing and things like that and the people that I play with. 
So um, just the legacy of being able to affect people and in a positive light, um, that, that, yeah, that's pretty much how I want young people to remember me as and people that was that my peers that played with or against me back to the team you guys have 11 more games left in the regular season six are at home currently on that five game winning streak as we talked about earlier in the show um what when this team and I know it's been a little bit um different as you said you face some adversity you've had some roster adjustments and things that you guys have had to face we really haven't seen the sparks click on all cylinders until like right now. Um, what is it about this team when you guys are healthy and you've got everybody back? Um, what what are the things you guys have to do well in order to be successful and win games? Um, I think just being able to play with any combination that's in there. You know, we have so many weapons and you can get kind of um, excited with that. And it's like, hey, you can go here, you can go here, but just being comfortable um, so being able to play with any combination that's in there and be able to execute on both ends of the floor. And um, with our length with Tierra and Elena and then um, me as a point guard and being able to guard sometimes threes but then rotate that way, maybe switch on screens, I think um, our fluidity on defense can um, will only get better. Um, but I also – just being comfortable and knowing each other's game and learning through games because um, – you know, the playoffs come quick, so just being ready for that and staying healthy. Right, healthy, obviously, is <laughs> such a huge part of it. But, you know, you guys have Dallas Wings tomorrow, um, today, depending on when we uh, drop this episode. But um, you've got Dallas on Wednesday, Chicago on Friday, two kind of interesting teams, two very different teams. Obviously, Dallas um, has some danger to them. Um, and obviously Chicago with the way they can play, the way they can score and, and the pace of their game, uh, with those two teams without giving us your secrets, um, what, wh- what do you have to do to beat those two? Um, I think, you know, our kind of game plan doesn't get super specific. You know, you can talk about matchups, you can talk about different things, but I think at the core, we have to, um, have our defense set, play in the half court, limit our turnovers. My turnover especially has been um, terrible the last couple of games. So just being engaged with that. And then offensively have our spacing, um, great execution, and get to the free throw line. I, I got to ask you this. Um, often as people who follow the league or are fans of the league, we get very frustrated uh, that more plays from the W don't make the top 10 on Sports Center, But there is – one person who, without a doubt, can always make it with a pass or a shot, and that's you. How cool does it feel to be that person who, you know, can kind of open that door for other players who come after you to get more on, on screen time? You know, I think it's I think it's awesome. I think people have before me have waved the have, you know, created the path for me. So I wouldn't necessarily say that it's I'm just following in the path and just making a little bit more room, you know. Um but I think it's a a cool kind of experience. My family gets super excited when they're watching TV and see me come up on the TV screen. No matter how many times they've seen me on TV, they still get excited and record on the phone. So I think that's the awesome part about it. That's good. That's you know, good. How excited they really get, and you know, you know, it's like, oh, that's my sister, that's my daughter. You know, I think it's I think it's an amazing thing. You know, because um, you know, there's 144 of us and. And in this world, when you think about that and the 12 teams that we have and being able to be one of those people that they select to be on TV, you know, it's a it's a great thing. And that sometimes you 
you take it a little bit for granted. So I know that they 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 do a great job of making sure that they tell me, oh yeah, this is really cool. <laughs> so I think it's I think it's cool for them. Um, I get a lot of excitement making them happy. So I think it's great. That's awesome to hear. Thank you so much for taking the time as as always uh, to join us. Uh, we at WNBA Insider, Winsider now, believe the players of the W and the community deserve the same in-depth analysis and respect that men's sports receive on a daily basis. With that in mind, please consider joining our Patreon community to support us in the hard work that we do. 